Hey, this is Maya. And I'm Stephanie. And you're listening to The What Project. Where you'll hear inspiring stories of hope. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We are so glad that you are here. We are recording a special episode of The What Project tonight because we want to celebrate the reason of the season as it is Christmas. By the way, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. We are very thankful. And Maya, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Stephanie. Here in Minnesota, we're enjoying a white Christmas, which is beautiful. Yes, I feel like the song, I've been dreaming of a white Christmas. Okay, I totally butchered that. (laughs) Sorry for our listeners. (laughs) So, Stephanie, do you have any special Christmas memories? Yeah, you know, one of the Christmas memories that I remember is uh, we used to have a big family Christmas at my grandparents, my maternal grandparents, and they had a farm. And on the backside of the farm, they had this kind of makeshift road that was kind of a a road that was a shortcut down into the valley to meet the other main road. And on this road, there was this curve on there that was called Dead Man's Curve. So all of us cousins got together and it was snowing. So we got on our toboggans and decided, hey, we're going to slide down Dead Man's Curve. I am glad that I don't think I ever made it to Dead Man's Curve because Dead Man's Curve is a 30 foot drop into a review. So we're glad you're here to tell us about that. Yes, I am too. So, Maya, how about you? Any awesome Christmas memories? So, in my family, we play a lot of games. Board games, card games, all kinds of games. And each Christmas, we tend to have a game that kind of becomes the game of the year that we are all playing and just can't get enough of. And when I was in high school we started playing a game called Pounce. I think some other people call it Nerds. And it's a card game that's really fast moving. And we just played it for hours and hours. Like so much so that our like thumbs and in between our thumbs and pointer fingers were getting sore from like holding the deck of cards. But man, it was just a really fun Christmas. And it was a great memory to be able to just sit around playing games, enjoying the season with my family. I kind of want to go to your family Christmas now because that sounds fun. You can come to my family Christmas. Awesome. (laughs) Stephanie, do you have a favorite Christmas song or carol? You know, I think uh, for me, one Christmas hymn, I would call it, probably about five years ago, started really resonating with me. For those that know, it's it's called O Holy Night. And when I was younger, I never really cared for this hymn. But five years ago, I was in uh, Redding, California, attending a, a ministry school. And while I was attending, they did it for a worship night. And there was just something about it. And I don't know if it was how they, the rendition of how they did it. But for the first time, I felt 
an awe and a wonder of this king who would arrive on this night, this holy night that we celebrate each year. And so ever since, that song has probably been one of my favorite Christmas hymns to sing and hear each year. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. That's one of my favorites, too, and I like singing it. I think it's the number one requested song by my kids right now to be sung to at bedtime. (laughs) That's a great song to sing at bedtime. (laughs) Yeah. So at Christmas time, we have lots of different traditions and fun things that we like to do. But the main thing that we're celebrating and recognizing is Christ's birth. And I was thinking this week as we were just preparing for Christmas that while I do want to recognize Jesus' birth, what is so significant about his life is why he came. So today we're going to share just some scriptures with you that answer that question and just kind of share God's heart with why he was born as a baby in the manger and what the purpose and meaning of his life was. So we hope that you'll join us for the rest of the episode as we read some passages from God's holy word, and we hope that you can meditate with us on God's love and what he has done for us. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.14 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. John 3, 16 through 18. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him, and he in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. 1 John 4, 14. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and am now here. I have not come on my own. John eight forty two. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 10.45 For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up in the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. John six thirty eight 38-40 Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. 
He who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. 1 John 3, 7-8 through 8. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. John twelve forty six. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me, with burnt offerings and sin offerings. You were not pleased. Then I said, Here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. Hebrews 10, 5 through 7. Your attitude should be that of Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, if God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 5-11 here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. First Timothy one fifteen through seventeen. We hope as you celebrate the birth of Christ, your heart knows and understands the reasons why he came to earth. He came to be a savior so that you can be forgiven for your sins and have your relationship reconciled to God and receive the gift of eternal life. From Stephanie and I at The What Project, we wish you a, a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.